We trying to behave ourselves on the story, but y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. Hide your kids. <laughs> Tell them to go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-F. Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It's Friday. I'm back with a brand new episode of TGIF. Like always, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get yourself something to drink and get ready for this hot tea we about to spill. Please welcome a co-host, brand strategist with his titties out, <laughs> Al Reynolds. What's up, Dolly Parton? <laughs> What's going on, Claudia? Got the breasts out tonight, huh? <laughs> I don't have anything clean in this house. I'm <laughs> um, cute. Would that be feeling fishy? <laughs> yeah, he feeling fishy. Really? <laughs> feeling fishy. Feeling real fishy. <laughs> and please welcome a multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dine. Are you feeling fishy? Hey, I'm feeling fishy. And I'm feeling like <laughs> kid brother over here with this Oshkosh Bagash jumper on. <laughs> What's going on with the outfit? Can we see it? It's a jumper. You know, just, you know. <laughs> what's going on over there? <laughs> He's giving us green mile. What's happening over there? <laughs> house on the Perry. I'm going to go until my garden when I get off the line with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm over here in some fake ass leather from Fashion Nova. Um, I'm in New York. I had to testify in a trial today. How's everybody doing? And do y'all have a drink? I Definitely am. Um, I'm over here with my red cup. I'm doing water today, y'all. I'm trying to get on a hydration diet and change my life. So I'm over here drinking water. <laughs> Not me, Al, Claudia. I'm doing tequila and ginger beer. Al, do you it's believe Funky is really going to change his life? Because we've heard this before. Remember that one week that he wanted to get married? Remember he was in love with the Russian? Right. And remember he wanted to be a, a, a first lady? All right. But wait a minute. Didn't he also say one of these nights he was going to stop drinking? <laughs> That is stop. He's always at the bar. I said I was going to transition to beer and wine. <laughs> oh, transition. Mm-hmm. You know what? When you tell us these grand plans, we're just going to just we're going to just pray for you and just hope you can stay. You know what? Please. The intent is there. Yes, please do. All right. Well, I'm in a hotel and uh, it's not as nice as the last hotel was in. So there's no mini bar. So I'm drinking water tonight. OK, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to live vicariously through you. Let's jump into some hot topics. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Now, Wendy Williams. And her ex-husband, uh, Kevin Hunter, are trending all over social media. Yesterday, Kevin Hunter surprised everyone when he went live to address his divorce from Wendy. He said, when it comes to my personal life of what the public has been able to see in real time, I take full accountability for my actions and understand how it might have hurt a lot of people. He continued with, I did hurt somebody. For that, I wish her nothing but the best and wellness and support. Al, what are your thoughts on some of the things that Kevin said? And were you shocked that he made that video? Mm, yeah, I was definitely really shocked. We, we, we haven't seen Kevin do blogs or interviews or anything like that in the past. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering what's the purpose and why he's doing it now. Why is he so boastful now? Or, or why is he talking so much now? I mean, is it is it because Wendy's money is tied up and, and he she can't get any? Is that affecting him and his financial situation with Sabrina or whatever the young lady's name is? I'm just I'm just looking at it kind of side eye because the more that's coming out of his camp and the more that's coming out of her camp, the more confused I am around everything that's going on and why. Okay, okay. 
Q, I know you have something to say about this. And what do you think? I just wish everybody around her stopped talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wish the brother, it, it's obvious she don't mess with that brother. I wish he would shut the hell up. And Kevin, who asked you for this? Like, don't nobody want this. You are the world's most hated man right now. As far as we're concerned, you the reason she falling out, uh, allegedly back on that stuff, got her money all sold up <laughs> at Wells Fargo. The lady can't even, they say that woman can't even go down to Starbucks and get her a mocha frappuccino and a, and a damn cheese danish because Wells Fargo got her money so damn sold up, Kevin. And it's all your damn fault. We don't want to hear from you. Go back to that two-bit, second-rate-ass Sharina Hudson and raise that bald-headed-ass daughter of y'all's and stop getting on the media talking about Wendy. We, y'all, y'all are making it worse. Like, Wendy is in the headlines every doggone week, and it's for reasons outside of her own doing, somebody's always talking. Somebody's always revealing her financial status. Somebody's always violating HIPAA rules and telling all this lady health business. I think the best thing that you can do, considering the fact that you hurt this woman the way you did, is just, is just you know, make her life easier by going and, 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 and stay shut in with Sharina. Speaking of violating HIPAA laws, did you just say... <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting ready to sing? <laughs> Did you just say that the baby was bald-headed? Yeah, and I ain't even seen her. But her parents ain't shit, so I know she bald-headed. Because that's how God punish people. When you ain't nothing, he give you bald-headed little children. <laughs> <laughs> and she gonna need braces by the second grade. <laughs> Q, we can't talk about kids. Now. We can't yeah, talk about kids. Can I jump in on this about talking about kids? I, I have this argument with my friends. Why can't we talk about kids? Right. Kids are just miniature people that we're going to talk trash about when they get older. They 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 the prequel. Why can't we talk about kids? It ain't like she watching this program anyway. So, so you know, you can't talk about the elderly. You can't talk about kids. Yeah, Come right. on. You so the middle-aged people, we're... If so we fair game. If y'all ain't figure it out right now, I ain't got no morals on no value. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I I don't yeah I talk about kids. We were all kids at one point. Anyways, let's move on. This no good could come of this segment. On the same day, Wendy Williams also went live on Instagram and spoke about the alleged issue she's having with her former manager and her financial advisor. Now, in her Instagram video, she said, "My thing is that I've been asking questions about my money, and when I begin asking questions about my money, suddenly my financial advisor has uh, I got no response regarding my my money." I want my money. This is not fair. Now, what did it take about everything that's happening with her show being, you know, I mean, going away and then all this stuff with the money? Is it all tied in? Al, is it all tied in? I know you're the conspiracy guy. Is it all tied <laughs> in together? Let me tell you something. This is really, this is just really disturbed me. I mean, just the whole Wells Fargo thing, how it's unfolding. It's very, very disturbing. So I had to, I start Googling, going down this rabbit hole. I wanted to piece together her behavior and I wanted to match it with the incidents that are going on to figure out what is exactly going on with Wendy Williams. And so I don't think, I'm like cute. I don't think it's Graves' disease. I don't think it's dementia. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it's drug use. I think I'm smelling a little bit of a nervous break, a nervous breakdown meets 
a mental breakdown meets or married to a psychotic break. And let me tell you why I say that. Because when you when you examine a psychotic break in someone, they lose touch with reality. They experience stuff like uh, hallucination and delusion. And from this, the more that Wendy is starting to talk and do these types of things on Twitter and Instagram, she is exhibiting to me someone who has gone through a psychotic break. Okay, and of course, of course, we're not doctors here at Fox Soul, so we're just giving our opinions before y'all get in the comments and, and say on. that's not, you know. And Claudia, this is coming from somebody who ain't even got two community credit hours in medicine. I <laughs> 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 don't gave this woman a whole doggone diagnosis, right? You know what I'm saying. So, so I, you know, Claudia, I got two schools of thoughts, right? The first thing I want to say is it has to feel like the ultimate violation that somebody is in control of your stuff. And like, you just want your money. Like I, I could not imagine the level of vulnerability, how vulnerable I would feel and how violated I would feel. I can't even go to the ATM and get out $20, right? But the second thing about it is, Wells Fargo is a big old organization. And I know you can't just call down there and be like, Claudia Jordan acting crazy, freeze her account, and boom, they just going to freeze millions mm -hmm. of dollars. Right. I know that there has to be protocols and litmus tests in order for them to do something like this. And Wendy apparently had to have checked all the boxes necessary for them to do what it is they did. So something definitely happened. And I told y'all on the previous episode, I think they have to call that when a hundred number tried to transfer something <laughs> out of an account that didn't exist. And then people realized, like Al diagnosed, that she was out of touch with reality. I'll say this. I'm not oh sorry. I'm not doubting that that may or may not be the case, but I'm gonna say this. I just think there's an inconsistency when it comes to men and women. You know, like we've seen a lot of these men acting all kinds of crazy, these rappers and singers and all kinds of stuff. And you never really hear this, but with Wendy, with Brittany, they're quick to put a freeze on their accounts. And as a lady here, I have to say, I just would like them to keep the same energy across the board because we've seen some of our favorite male uh, entertainers do m far more public displays of craziness, allegedly, and we don't hear about this. I don't know. That's just the point I want to bring up. But y'all spend more money than us, and y'all spend y'all money on stupid stuff, like $12 <laughs> wigs and spider eyelashes <laughs> and, and, and fish pedicures. Hold up. Y'all spend your money on, on, on child support for women you don't know. Kristen uh -oh. Thompson. Uh-huh. Future. But, 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 that, but that's necessary. That's for the sustainability of a life. And y'all with them $1,200 wigs is messing up the sustainability of the planet because it's taking a lot of horses. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Because all that hair, not human hair. I Wait, don't you wear wigs? No, uh -oh. no, 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 no. Uh -oh. I changed my life. I gave my life to God. I business. First of all, what we're not about to do is start lying on this good hair internet here. I'm beyond saying that. What you not going to do? Listen, this is now award-winning TJF, so the lies have got to stop. We ain't going to be lying on this show. <laughs> Hey, y'all, did y'all hear about this story? There's a, a viral video um, going around. Uh, wait, Al, you said your point? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. There's a, a, a video of R. Kelly allegedly singing to an inmate's daughter. <laughs> the church choir. I told y'all. You did? The, the, the jailhouse choir. Jailhouse records. Uh, so over the phone. Now, unfortunately, we can't show the video due to legal reasons. What are your thoughts on the story? Now, Q, I do recall you saying that these, all these brothers in jail, should get together 
and start the jailhouse choir and we can like they can make that money to put in their books do you still hold that position Apparently they must watch TGIF and this was the first step to get it passed through the water. <laughs> what they're doing is testing the market to see if it's a demand for this type of thing. And, and as we can see, you know, I, I, I and I know I'm I'm, I'm going to make I'm, I'm making a joke right now and I don't want my joke to be misconstrued as not having sympathy for the victims because I can have sympathy for the victims and still yearn for R. Kelly's music and I do like R. Kelly has been so sold up in this stuff right now that we've missed what five six years of new music from R. Kelly and and, and where the current R&B landscape is right now it would it would have been great to have had some hits from him um so you know I, I, I'm glad that he's able to bring somebody else joy. And let's not forget, he also was able to send a message to Tyrese. I think he sent it through a carrier pigeon or through a message in the model or something when Tyrese's mama had passed. So R. Kelly is definitely saying, I know I'm not going to get out of here soon. So let me just figure out ways to communicate with the outside world and make this album come to fruition. Al, should R. Kelly, as a brand strategist, is it a good idea for R. Kelly to be singing to a young girl? Exactly. I, I that's I, that, exactly. Claudia. That's that what I was went gonna... over my head. That <laughs> I mean, aren't you in jail for? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Want to? You want to? You like that? You want to take? You want to take his part, baby That back. part went completely over straight my over head. your head. Anyway, Cody, let me tell you, I got that. I got to disagree with you on this one. I think this is sick. I think that woman knows exactly why R. Kelly is spending the rest of his life in jail for sex trafficking, for sexual assault, sexual deviance, pedophilia, rape, all of these things. This black woman is still out here supporting him and posting it on her social media and bragging about it. I think it's very sad that uh, that that he's singing to a black woman and a black woman is is proud about it. I mean, he has taken advantage of little girls, little boys. He's held them against their will. He's raped them. He, I mean, he's beat some of them. This is unacceptable. Didn't they say he made people eat doo Right. Now, he ain't made no grown people do that. I said, see, this is where I draw the line now. I ain't an R. Kelly support. Oh, well, you know what, Claude? We got to go. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just stop while we're here. You know what? Here at um, TJF, we cover the hard-hitting topics, and we discuss, we break down the important facts of the case. So if we have time, we may come back to whether or not he did make people eat doo-doo or not. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the soulmates watching us in the chat. What's up, everybody? What's up to all our new viewers checking in tonight? All right, y'all, uh, the three-week rule may be the best financial advice ever. Now, what's the three-week rule? Well, wait three weeks to buy that new car. Wait three weeks to refinance that home mortgage. And wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. Now, why three weeks? Well, because that's how fast the average score master user takes to boost his or her credit score, an average of 61 points. Now, listen, 61 points added to your credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars on anything we finance. Score master technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. Now, score master is so easy. It takes about a minute to get started and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Look. Try ScoreMaster for free and see how many points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash T. That's scoremaster.com slash T. Again, scoremaster.com slash T. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more of the tea you came here for when we return. 
Hey guys, welcome back to TGIF Soulmates in the chat. Thank you so much. Let's read some of the comments. Uh, let's see. The real Renato says, y'all got Jimena again to teach us. Queen of the South says, my sister Claudia is always gorgeous. Our dog says, I low-key have been impressed with Funky not drinking the last few shows. He is growing. Uh-oh. And that's also Crystal says, I love Wednesday and Fridays. TGIF people, can we get a Monday show too? I want to know what the hell it is he's trying to imply. <laughs> We're all concerned. Shit. It Y'all is weird. It is weird. Don't, no, don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm fine. <laughs> Funky, you got to admit, it, it is. I mean, you were known for your Publix lemonade and your, your drinks, your, your liquor. And now, like... You you know you 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 on this clean thing and I you know think I mean? for the better and y'all concern y'all should be applauding me. I change, I change for the better and y'all concern. Imagine if Kodak Black started speaking properly. <laughs> and that ain't what we signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> no, we proud of you. We but proud you know, of you. No, but, but no, but, but real talk, I really am working towards just just trying to live a healthier lifestyle like i i my people in my family have uh as they got older developed health issues and i always think back if they would have caught it when they were 38 like i am Mm -hmm. it would have gotten to where it is when they're now 60 and that's just the only thing that's going through my mind like start preparing your body now for 60 well we will support you as long as you're on this train we will Mm-hmm. I, I have relatives too that I went to visit in the hospital later on in their lives and I saw their feet like, you know, uh, toes that had to get cut off because of diabetes, because of drinking. And it, it's like, this is the time where we could stop that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, you know, I'm sure when we all get together, Miami, it's going to be the turn up as usual. So we'll see how long this lasts, but I'm proud of you this week. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking of being off the chain last week, things got heated after Amber Ali, a cast member from Jocelyn's Cabaret, took to social media and claimed she was attacked by Jocelyn Hernandez and her fiance, Ballistic Beats, while filming the show's reunion. And it looks like Amber and some of the other women from the show are gearing up to file a multi-million dollar lawsuit against Jocelyn, Ballistic, and Zeus Network. What are your thoughts? And did y'all see this one coming? Whoever wants to go first on this one. They should. They should, you know, and, and I think it's I think Jocelyn's subsequent tweets after the altercation happened are not going to serve them, even down to the tweet where she said, uh, you know, something to the effect of you can't when you sign up for reality TV, you can't sue the people you work with dummies or something like that. She put for there's always loopholes and laws. And if you ride here pulling out people scalp and if that that fight was as graphic as people described it was i'm pretty sure there's no piece of paper that they signed with you and or zeus that will keep some type of legal ramifications from coming back on you for what it is you did and maybe this is the wake-up call like i said i am very proud of the fact that we got a black brother that has built a network that and, it, and it's profitable and he's getting shine but to be quite frankly brother you built your network on trash you built your network on trash and you set our culture, as far as I'm concerned, with all those pieces of programming, you set us backwards. So maybe this is the chain of events needed for Zeus to take a small shift in direction. Like you can get equally high rated content without letting them people fight the way they fight. And I want to point out one last thing with all the other reality TV shows, the men, the cast members get up and get ready to fight security 
instantly runs in. You can tell with the Zeus Network shows, there's some type of mandate or rule that says, let them fight for a solid 10 or 15 seconds or let them make contact first before y'all go break it up because security just be standing there while they be going to blows. And I just don't think that's appropriate, nor should we be glorifying it or rewarding people for that behavior. <laughs> Claudia took a sip. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I said it last week. No, or was it? Or what? Last week? I think. It, yeah, I said it last week um, that this was gonna happen, and this is exactly what's happening. The, the sad part is, <clears throat> it's just just lack of of smarts across the board as a talent. For Jocelyn and Ballistic to be putting their hands on the cast members is just wrong. You're opening yourself up for liability. As a Zeus, as the network, as the president of that network, you may get uh, the ratings, but you also have opened your entire network and yourself and your family up to a liability of people suing you and your network, which they can take all that money that you've made. We know to date that this this there's a law firm out there that has taken on six of the cast members involved in this particular cast. They've come together and they all are suing Zeus Network for in excess of $30 million. Now, what we also know in this case, Zeus Network, there are a group of young men. Andrew Caldwell has also solicited this exact same law firm from the show The Bad Boys to sue the Zeus Network for liability, negligent supervision. I just don't think that this quick uptake of content by selling, fighting, and violence and ignorance is worth the liability of the lawsuit that could shut your network down. I'm going to say this, and I agree with both of you. Um, I totally understand the business side, although I don't agree with it morally, with having this kind of shock gutter TV out the Mm -hmm. gate, get the eyeballs, create the buzz, boom. Guess what, Zeus? You got it. You have it already to the point where you have subscribers, you have a loyal fan base. So at some point, you got to pivot. And we got you on the hook. So now let's see. Let's we got you on. So now let's try to change it. And I know that doesn't happen overnight because half of those people are there for the for the for that. Right. So they might not come with you. But again, we've had him on Mr. Plummer on 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 the show on cocktails. And I did ask him about that. I go, I understand how it started. But do you plan on on shifting and creating some balance? And he said, yes, I just wish they would do more of that before this happened, because now this is all that we think of. And I, what do you think when you take someone like a, an explosive personality like a Jocelyn Hernandez and feed them more ego? She, her ego is just on a thousand now. She was already like that. And, and you provide a platform where she's bullying these women and being extremely. Imagine if that was a man talking to other women on a show like that. It would never happen, first of all. Or could you imagine? Like the, the way that show is, is just so I don't even know why anyone would sign up to be a contestant on there. What do you get out of it? Does it help you get on? You look, you're humiliated. They talk about your abortions and all (laughs) kinds of things. And I have a wicked sense of humor, but God damn. Double homicide and all that. Like I told you, I went to the show. There's no cabaret. It's not even a cabaret. Like it would be totally different if like you won and then she's doing like a 20 city tour and, and, and you know, you're being seen and you, you end up in music. There's no cabaret. It's a contest to nothing. And I see people in comments saying, but Claudia, you hosted a reunion. I certainly did. I certainly did. I I hosted the reunion. I tried to get to the bottom of things. I waited eight hours in the dressing room before we even got on set. 
because they were fighting. And then once we got on set, I kept trying to get them to answer questions. It was damn near impossible because by the time we get on there, they're so it's all about that. The reunion to them is I'm coming to whip your ass. I'm not coming right. to answer questions. I'm not coming to answer. And no, and, and, and that demographic wants that though. They don't really want to hear the answers. They want to see the fights. You know, so, you know, he should do what would be interesting reality TV. Like if that's what it's going to be, make it safe. So instead of showing up and spending eight hours in glam and makeup, how about they just have them all stand around in a boxing ring with boxing gloves on and, and, the, and the host be the referee. And when they get to fighting and carrying on, at least it's entertaining in that regard and everybody's safe. You know what some, I'm saying? Like, some of these networks are taking advantage of these fights. Like there's some a lot of celebrity fights. I know Mimi told me some people reach out to her about fighting like rivals from shows. And I know, you, speaking of, there's a celebrity boxing match tomorrow with right. Albie Shore in Atlantic City. I almost want to go see it, but Albie Shore gets who? I don't know. I said it should be Christopher Williams, but they said he just got out of a coma a little while ago, so it ain't gonna be him. It's oh, gonna be somebody man. else. So I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I was bad. Okay. It seems like Jocelyn is unbothered after tweeting. They say my music wasn't gonna do well. I'm on tour. After Love and Hip Hop, they said I was dead. I'm more alive than a three year old. Thoughts? I, well, I mean, I guess I was at the first stop. <laughs> I guess I must have been at the first leg of the tour, the first opening night number, and it was at Taboo Strip Club, which used to be an <laughs> old adult bookstore where I used to... <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bookstore. It used Did it have to, a peephole? Yeah, it, that's what it used to be. It used to be. <laughs> it, that's what the place used to be. And I know it because I used to hunch this Puerto Rican and one of them. We would go put five dollars in the thing to keep the porno on for like thirty minutes, and we would hunch in the booth. So it's so funny when we pulled up to the thing. I was like, "Oh, I've been." What type of hunching? Q, huh? My grandmother, bless her heart, Lillian Jordan, she used to tell me that I should get a Puerto Rican because they're nasty and they'll put their mouth on anything. Now that is. <laughs> What my grandmother said, and I don't know how she <laughs> is this true, and I don't mean to generalize an entire state, uh, U.S. Pro uh, territory, but are they freakier than than most? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, obviously, me and that one was in a bookstore in a stall, <laughs> so I mean that's pretty freaky in itself. You know, sticking five dollars in the thing at a time to keep the porno on long enough for us to finish. So that was pretty freaky. And I y'all don't judge me. I was young. I was in my early 20s. Um, <laughs> I was fresh out of college. 10 years ago. I didn't know no better. Uh, but but this ain't about me. This is about her tour being in an old XXX bookstore. If that's what you call on tour, then uh, okay. Al, would you go to the Jocelyn Cabaret tour? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Depend on. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make it a an event to go to. But if it was in town and I didn't have anything else to do, I may. I would may go. I might would go. I don't. I, know. I didn't go on purpose. Okay, and and it was on a Tuesday. We was eating. I have a standing Tuesday appointment. A standing Tuesday dinner with a certain group of friends at, at the Italian restaurant with the rich Jewish people on Miami Beach. Y'all don't try to find me a rich Jewish man with a boat. <laughs> whole other story for a whole other show. And uh, James Knox happened to be with me. And he was like, you want to go to Taboo after this? I'm like, it's Tuesday. Why would I want to go to the club on Tuesday? No. 
And he was like, come on, it's Jocelyn's Cabaret. I was like, James, no. And we got out of dinner at like nine o'clock. And I said, listen, James, I don't want to be out to two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And it's nine o'clock now. I know she's not going on at 10. And he talking about, well, come on, we just going to go for an hour. And if she don't come on in an hour, we're going to leave. Needless to say, we didn't leave to about three o'clock in the damn morning. Hmm. Um, um, I just, honestly, I feel like I feel like Jocelyn after this season of of. Um, Cabaret. She probably needs to take some time off from television. She needs a little bit of a break. But you let me tell you what the real tea is around this, Claudia. When she posted, when she made that post, did you see that um, For Us By Us Network commented on her post? I thought that was very interesting that another network would comment on something that she said about her show on Zeus. Do you think that um, if Zeus drops her, something that she may end up at for us, by us? Um, they be commenting on a lot of people's stuff. Okay. They're new on the block. Um, before we go to break real quick, Ali, I got to ask you, okay. who would you rather see at Jocelyn's Cabaret? Jocelyn or her fiance, Ballistic? Who's sexier to you? Ooh. Mm. Our yeah. resident bisexual, you should be able to, you know. <laughs> I would say, I think I probably said this before. Didn't I say I would probably, I want to see them both? Didn't I say I would love to be in the bedroom? Did I? Maybe. You Didn't did I say now. I would like to be a, spy, a, a fly on the wall? Okay. I think I think sexually and physically, they're they're very attractive. Her body's amazing. You know, I, I mean, he gives me a tad bit of Dominican vibes. I don't know if he is or not. But yeah, I think that's a hot couple. Okay. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, soulmates, if you like the show, you like what you see and like what you hear, I'm going to need you to go ahead and hit that like button in the live chat and give us our flowers. Okay. Hook us up. It means something for us. All right, y'all. Soulmates, I have an incredible app for everyone that purchases gas. And it's called Get Upside. Now, you can literally earn cash back for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. And it's not just for gas. You can earn up to 30% cash back at grocery stores, restaurants, and takeout, too. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or as an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Now, the steps are simple. Just download the free Get Upside app. And uh, in the App Store or Google Play right now, use promo code T for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. OK, don't pay full pr- price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Download the app for free and use promo code T for 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. And you can use my promo code T now. Once again, that's code T. OK, y'all, I promise you way more tea, way more mess, way more gossip, and way more reads when we come back from this quick commercial break. Welcome back to TGIF. We got all the business out of the way, so now you'll get 21 minutes of uninterrupted tea for the rest of the show. Give me some flames and thumbs up in the chat if you're happy about that. We're about to get in, go in on this. All right, y'all, let's start with this gay dog. I had a gay cat one time. We'll get into that. You won't believe the story. I did. Oh, he was a pedophile, too. A dog in North Carolina was abandoned and sent to an animal shelter because its owner thought the dog was gay. The owner thought his male dog, Fesco, humping another male hound, which is something that dogs often do to, you know, assert their dominance. Uh, But on the bright side, Fesco was adopted by Steve Nichols and his partner, John, 
who said they had an automatic connection with the dog because being part of the LBGTQ plus community, they face discrimination as well. So they related to the gay dog being, you know, kind of cast aside. Don't y'all love a happy ending about this dog and this couple? What do y'all think about this heartwarming tale? You know, this story is so doggone silly. And people can be so doggone ignorant. And, you know, the only thing, I, I, I don't even want to turn this into, you know, go down this whole rabbit hole of rabbit hole of LGBTQ justice. But, you know, just imagine if somebody was this ignorant about a dog, how he actually feels about people and how he probably goes through life treating people. Like that was just, that was the one takeaway for me from this story if you had that much disdain for an animal who's at the end of the day sexuality really don't affect you one way or another they like you got to lay up with the dog imagine how much you know disdain he's carrying in his heart for gay people right i feel you al what do you think about this dog and the, <laughs> I, was, and the, and the I thought it was i thought it was sad but i'm gonna be messy right here I, can we talk about or take a poll for my soulmates what color do we think the dog owner who surrendered the dog was black. You think so? Mm-hmm. Because we're so homophobic. Even those of us that are gay are still I ain't gay. You, you know, we it we're was, we're so it, conflicted. It was giving me white hillbilly tees. Okay, that's really? what, that, that's what I was thinking. I I, I have to. I have to be honest. I probably would go side with Claudia. I thought maybe it was it was a. Uh, um, a black dog owner. In the chat, let's uh, gay or straight. No, I'm sorry, white or black, right? I'm sorry, right. white or black. What do you think the owner, the color of the owner was that surrendered the dog? I had a gay cat one time. My other cat had kittens, and the gay cat, he would go under the nightstand, the uh, the dresser, and pull out only the boy kittens, and he would like lick them between their legs, and he would leave the girl kittens alone. And at first, I was like, this is just a coincidence, but he just kept only dealing with the boy cats. Maybe with the cat grooming them only the way he knew that he could. <laughs> no, actually, Claudia, you, you know, in certain um, cultures, um, the male son is relieved. Like when he cries, the, the mother or the nanny is to give the little baby a blowjob in, in uh, a certain culture in, in the world. What, what what culture is this? <laughs> I say the you know let the soulmates see if they can figure it out in the in the chat. But yeah, well, there's a culture where moms are giving their sons blowjobs to That's calm right. their moms nerves, or or uh, moms or uh, what do you want? The caretaker, the mothers, the grandmothers. When the male child is being fussy and he's they're not able to calm him down, uh, the caretaker or the mother uh, gives the child a blowjob. I'm, I listen when I went to Florida State University and got my degree. <laughs> good people ain't teach me nothing about raising no babies. <laughs> but are babies even uh, able to experience sexual arousal at that age? That, that seems I think weird. I think I think it, it is a different type of arousal, but sensation. I'm sure it's, it's still a child. It's still a part of their body. I think the sensation of the area um, could be very soothing. I mean, I know that when I when I get, you know, 
Oral um, sex is very well, relaxing to me. My, my grandma from the country, and she used to put me over her knee and, and shake her knee and pat me on the back. And that was sensation enough to calm me down. <laughs> I'm not understanding any of that. I don't want to understand it. And I'm that's one quote. Mm-mm. If I got to give my smells son a blowjob to calm him down, motherhood's not for me. I'm not <laughs> sucking a little baby dang to calm him down. And then you You've know, never baby, sucked a baby dang before? Not a baby dang, but I, a baby dang. Um, yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> but he was 36. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got to get out of this segment. Um, oh, Q, you going to let her out for that? I, this whole thing is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't oh, Puerto Rican. Q, he wasn't Puerto Rican. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, how did we get here? Was um, he white? No. Oh. No. Move on. Um, do I really want to go into the Judge Katani Brown the Brown Jackson story? I mean, it's a bad, it's not really a fair transition. Let me wait a second, let let the air clear a little second. Yeah. Okay. Switching gears. Here's some more good news. Judge Katanji, am I saying it right? Brown Jackson was moved to tears. She's from Miami. Katanji. Katanji, my bad. Okay. Katanji Brown Jackson was, she was moved to tears by Cory Booker's remarks, uh, you know, during her Supreme Court confirmation hearing. Let's take a listen at this. This is Q's favorite senator. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American. That is the story of how you got to this desk. And so you faced insults here that were shocking to me. Well, actually not shocking. But you are here because of that kind of love. So what are your thoughts on uh, what Corey said to Brown Jackson? I saw everybody retweeting this on their Instagrams. And can you believe the question that, you know, she was bombarded with from the Republicans? Al? Listen, I thought it was great. I mean, that speech that Corey gave brought me to tears, to be honest. I, I, I just felt the passion because I could see the weight, uh, the all that weight that she carried for being in that position. I think what he said, all of her supporters needed to hear. I think, um, what's her name? Katanji um, needed to hear. I think the senators that, that were there needed to hear. I think the Americans watching needed to hear that. And I think the world needed to hear that because here we have a, a overqualified African-American female who has every box checked for qualifying for that job. And they tried to discredit her down to the last hour. I think it's despicable. And the way he spoke only not only lifted her up in that room, but me for the first time in a long time since uh, Kamala Harris being the first African-American uh, vice president lifted me up as a black American. I thought it was amazing and the experience to me will go down in history every time we think about this woman and the decisions that she's going to make as a Supreme Court justice. Okay. I, I love what he had to say. Q, how do you feel about this? I, you know, I totally agree with everything uh, Cory Booker had to say. Um, you know, it definitely was moving. And I definitely think after being beaten down all day, um, the way that woman was, because I know she was probably crying on the inside. 
that mm -hmm. she probably just needed to hear those words of affirmation from him in that moment because it is very hard to be on the world stage and to really want to tell people to stick it with a sun don't shine but you have to sit there with a smile on your face and just take it and take it and take it and show resilience. She definitely needed that. But I want to point out one thing. Like I said earlier, like I said on a lot of previous shows, Donald Trump has ushered in a new style of politics with, you know, you know, rallying up his base. And one thing that I give the Republicans credit for, they stay on message. Mm -hmm. They stay on brand. OK, they don't give a damn what the agenda. They don't give a damn what the occasion is. They're going to push that trans stuff. They're going to push that anti-gay stuff. They're going to push that no critical race theory stuff. And that was those were all the angles they were trying to attack that woman from and get her choked up. And she was smart enough and brilliant enough to not fall for any of it. Um, so I salute her. I'm going to say this. You know, we are quick to point out when someone, you know, doesn't uh, abide by the protect black women or the protect black man movement. And this was a beautiful, beautiful moment between two black people in America that know the stresses of coming up under fire from this right wing wacko, you know, um, race based attacks because you can't attack her character and you cannot attack her record. She's more qualified than all the justices combined. I believe she has like more experience in, 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 in at trial. I believe all these graphs are coming out about her trial. You see all the all the boxes were checked for her. And Amy mm -hmm. told me that better had like two boxes checked. And I feel like he need he said what needed to be said at that moment. So if we can complain about not being protective. We damn sure should give the same energy when someone actually does and let him have his moment. Yeah, we know sometimes he'd be sounding fake. It's only because he likes it with no mustache. So sometimes we don't be taking it as seriously. And it's like easy to discredit him like, oh, Corey. And I get it. He is theatrical. But I honestly do think that that is Corey's heart. I think his delivery is his delivery, but I do believe that he really felt what he, I think he meant what he said. And he saw a black woman that was getting attacked from left and right. And he stepped up and he put his arm, his black arm, his beige arm around her and said, I got you. And I think he made, he lightened the mood for her. And that tear that came down her cheek, he, he, I think he handled it perfectly. And I just wish Cory Booker would get more respect in the political circles. Cause I think he's a good guy. I really do. I, I think his heart is good. I think he's a bit inauthentic in his. Never mind. That's just the whole. <laughs> I think he needs a brand strategist to make him get a mustache I, 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 out. I think he does. I think he does. Uh, we don't take him seriously. A black man with no mustache. I know this sounds so petty, but think about it. We just be like, ah, he's soft. We shouldn't be like that, but it's, I don't know. Why we, but why no, we well, like you know, Well, you know, in politics, so that's the look, right? Yeah. You know, yep. the whole no facial hair thing. So he he's on brand as it relates to that. And, and it's, so, it's so weird that in 2022 that that's still a thing. You still have to have the wife, the kid, the look, whatever right. the look is. So I, get, I, I, I don't, I don't want to take away from what we're talking about, but are we just going to ignore the fact that all of our most powerful Black women in America have white male uh, husbands. You know, that, that, that's been floating around uh, mm -hmm. social media uh, uh, a lot over the last couple of days. And, and the question is, is that um, just coincidence and happenstance or is it part of the formula? Um, you know, and I think mm. that... That, that's something that we we've got to figure out. 
I like um, to offer an alternative perspective on this because I've seen this. I was like, is that fair to them? I'm going to say this. A lot of times that we saw, I think we discussed last week. I, was it here? Was it on cocktails? But we discussed the video that was going viral where a man, a black man said, when you get all these accomplishments and you're a boss and you're successful, we don't want you. So maybe those were their options. Look at Serena Williams. Look at Kamala Harris. There's a lot of them that they're not getting wiped up by the black man once they're like super uh, assertive, oh, aggressive. Right. I don't know. I think, but wait a second. I, I, I don't, I don't want to just stay there because let's look at our most influential black males in America. Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman. Right. Robert Smith, the, the most wealthiest uh, black man in America, is married to a white woman. So we can't just say, you know, a black man said, Ooh, you know, when you get that, we don't want you. Black men in very powerful positions are electing not to be with black women. So okay. maybe there's an argument across the board with us as a people that we equate that with a, uh, some level of success. I don't know. success. Is that or, like the ultimate success? Or could it be proximity to whiteness is what helps you gain the power? True. Did y'all mm. see Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny? Child, he went and found the most basic. Let me tell you. <laughs> she looks Talk about Mrs. Doubtfire on that one. The most basic, <laughs> pasty patty he could find. And I was trying to find something about this woman that would have suggested to me that back in the day she was a bad B. But it was all I could find was bad body. Um, that's, that's all I could find. Like there's just nothing. And he's so proud to flaunt her around. And it's just like. They're, They're giving me Django. They give me Steven from Django and Leonardo DiCaprio together <laughs> with his arms wrapped around. Ugh. Do y'all Can you imagine those two naked? Do you who? Think, who do you are we think? talking about? Clarence Thomas and Jenny. Thomas and oh. Do you think he's going to resign uh, as a result of her, her un uncovered uh, nope. text messages? He didn't resign when Anita Hill said that there was a pubic hair. They had a conversation about the pubic hair on his Pepsi or his Coke. He, I think he's so arrogant and pompous and he's getting too much money. I don't think he's going anywhere. He'll be forced. Well, you know, that's that's a retirement job right there. You basically work one hour a day, right? Yeah, Pretty much. But let me ask you something. Now, his wife, she's the one, for those who don't know, Soulmate, she's the one that used the N-word, right? Clarence, uh, Thomas, Clarence Thomas' wife, old, old uh, text messages, right, have been uncovered. Was it emails or text messages or something where she used the N-word, right? I could see it. I do know that she funded a lot of the bus rides down to the insurrection on January 6th. She was dead. It was definitely she's just too dirty to have a, a husband. That's a Supreme Court justice. Right. His responsibility is too big of a deal right now to have. This is your household. This is your partner. The person you share everything with. Jenny is an op and she is a, a, a right wing all the way. Right. Like radical, I believe. You, you, we've been traced to funding the insurrectionists getting to Washington, D.C. That's right. That's right. That's what it was. Where's the investigation on that? We, I mean, we're we going to have to turn this up. I can't stand Clarence Thomas. If you lay with that, you are that. You support that. You are that. If right. you and can you be a good judge if that's who you chose to marry? Your judgment's off. They got to get what they can get now. Like, he, he ain't no... 
He ain't no Morris Chestnut himself, huh? Right. <laughs> Shout out to Morris Chestnut for getting a star on the Walk of oh, Fame. Oh, that's right. Congratulations. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. I love that we're getting recognized younger and younger. Okay. Uh, let's get into the story. Speaking of young, 21-year-old uh, Janaea Tanae Webb of Eagleville was charged with third-degree murder, uh, homicide by vehicle, um, while driving under the influence. Now, DUI and related charges in connection with the fatal crash that claimed the life of two Philadelphia state troopers and a pedestrian on Monday. Now, get this part of the story. Just before the fatal crash, state police pulls her over for driving at an accelerated rate but let her go after they got a call about a pedestrian that was walking on I-95. So they let her go and she was already driving fast. Webb went on her Instagram, um, her Twitter, at about 12.45 a.m. and said, why the cop pull me and say I'm doing 100 miles per hour in a 50? She adds laughing emojis. Well, shortly after being let go, Webb was trying to pass the trooper's vehicle when she struck the three men at a high rate of speed, killing them. They let her go, and then she kills the same officer that pulled her over earlier. To make matters worse, in January, Webb tweeted that she was the best drunk driver ever. Al, what do you think about this? Now, dude, this this is just crazy, right? This is insane. I mean, just this whole story, this whole story is insane. But, you know, it's sad to, you know, number one, the officer that pulled her over got called to the guy who was walking on 95, went to go handle that. She followed behind him and killed all of them that was handling the I-95 walk, right? In addition to that, the other crazy part of this is her digital footprint. You young people have got to understand Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of them are fun applications, but what you do on there is can be used in the case of law. And in this case, this is not going to work well for her as attorneys have already uncovered these tweets and are using that as defamation of character and also to, to prove that this isn't a one-off for her, that this is something that she does on a regular basis and this behavior needs to be thrown the ultimate crime, which we see is three counts of third degree, three counts of manslaughter, three counts of involuntary manslaughter, and simple counts of driving under the influence. This is super sad. Q, we have a minute to go. Last minute goes to you. What do you think about this? I mean, there's nothing to think. Life's over. Her life is just completely over. It's done. Um, There's no way to excuse this away. Um, And, you you know, I've been saying this for the longest, and I know this doesn't relate to what's going on in Miami with the spring breakers. But Black people, there's just a conversation we need to have about what is going on with our youth and their lack of good judgment. And and there's definitely something going on because I can look you, Claudia, in the face, our Claudia in the face, and myself in the mirror and know that at 21 years old, we wouldn't have been doing nothing like this. And, and it's the bragging, the the just right. spiritual cavalier. Oh, I'm the best drunk driver ever. Once upon a time when we were coming up in our teens, I feel like we were kind of like downplaying our bad. Now mm. people shout it from the rooftops, like I say all the time. It is a race to the bottom who could be the most gross, ignorant, and ridiculous. Yep. Her all right, y'all. Over. Yeah. And she killed three people and they had her right there in custody. All right, y'all. Fantastic show. We will be back at it next Wednesday. I want to thank my fantastic co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. And thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch the uh, replay tomorrow. Stick around. Fox Soul's Black Report is up next. And we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Have a great weekend, fellas. Have a good night. Bye, everybody. Bye, soulmates.